Welcome to the Discover U.S. Lawns podcast, a series designed to enhance your discovery process by allowing you to get behind the eyes of a U.S. Lawns franchise owner. In each episode, you'll hear directly from a U.S. Lawns owner about their journey and experiences in the landscaping industry and with U.S. Lawns. These stories may prompt questions that you can review with members of the U.S. Lawns team or with other U.S. Lawns franchise owners in your due diligence process. Without further ado, here are your hosts. Good day, U.S. Lawns family. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing awesome, Matt. I know you are as well. Yes, yes. Today we've got a great guest with us. Hope you're super excited to hear. We have Mike Carlo. I don't know if you've ever been called this, Mike, but you seem like you're the godfather of U.S. Lawns. How long have you been here with us? And welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think I've been around a long time. Second longest franchisee running. 31 years ago, we started. 1990. Whoa, 1990. I was in sixth grade. <laughs> I had this Thank with you, Mike. Sorry about Thanks that. for making me feel so old. So funny. So funny. That's awesome. So you're in Florida, sunny Florida with us here. You know, I was thinking about your length of time in the brand, Mike. Do you remember like why you chose this route? And then also that why, has it morphed and changed over the years? Yes and no. So I was in my last year of college at the University of Connecticut. It was, you know, probably 1989, 1990. And my sister wanted to invest in a business, my older sister, and she wanted to be a silent partner. So uh, we looked at different franchises and we knew that was the route to take, a proven business plan. And uh, we found this little one in, in Florida called U.S. Lawns. And uh, we liked the fact that it was scalable. So in other words, its growth wasn't limited to how many people you could get to come to our store. Our potential store was only limited to the borders of our, our U.S. Lawns territory. And, and that was exciting. So that's kind of how it all started. Yeah, it's almost 32 years. I mean, that's uh, it's a long time. And and the interesting uh, piece, I thought, was uh, you, you had purchased Port St. Lucie, but then you left the brand and came back to purchase right. U.S. Law in Sarasota. Would you mind just telling us a little bit about that experience? Well, you know, in the I think it was the, one of the Godfather movies, they said they, they pull you back in, right? You try to get out and they pull you back in. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we did well in Port St. Lucie, you know, despite the, the slow start. You know, we knocked on a lot of doors and it didn't take long to get rolling. I, I brought out my sister in 94, We bought some commercial land for our shop then. And about a year later, in 95, I I got really homesick. Like I felt like all my friends were still up in the New England area and I was kind of on an island alone in Florida, even though, you know, I was doing okay. Mm. So I I wanted to move back home. And against, you know, other people's advice, older mentors' advice, they said, you're not ready to sell yet. But I sold it. We were the first franchise to sell, which was kind of cool. And I moved back to Connecticut. But, you know, honestly, after a few months experiencing New England as an adult rather than a kid, I quickly realized that, uh, you know, I liked Florida much better and, you know, for lots of reasons. So reached out to my old friend Todd, who he was then he was working for U.S. Lawns Corporate in a support role. And he said Sarasota would be a good territory. And uh, and he was right. So Linda and I have been here since 1996. You know, I knew I could restart the business without rejoining the franchise brand, but, you know, my gut told me it would be better if I did. And uh, I listened, you know, and, and it's paid off. So when you started, you just graduated. What did you graduate with? 
my degree was uh, it was kind of a mathematic degree combined with economics. It was an individualized major, which is a, a nice way of saying, how the heck do I get out of college, guys? I got a lot of classes and, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, so... <laughs> the five-year program, right? <laughs> yeah, it was every bit of five years. Yes, sir. Oh, that's great. And your wife, did, did you meet her down here in Florida in the midst of growing I, I the business? Yeah, yeah. I met her in Port St. Lucie, and then I dragged her to Connecticut. She had never seen snow, and it happened to be the snowiest winter that they've had in over 10 years in Connecticut that, that Christmas. So, I mean, it was, uh, <laughs> it was a rough time to take her to Connecticut. So we ran back to Florida. Oh, yeah, to the sunshine and the beaches, right? Oh, yeah. I had the privilege of you know getting to know you, Mike, and working with some of your team members. One thing that always stood out to me is with you, it seems like you have a very laser-locked perspective on what you want from U.S. lawns and also from life. Have you always been that way, or did like the industry and life sort of mold you into that? Just interested and curious because you you were very focused. I'm really not sure how I got there. Really, I mean, I I've always been pretty assertive, and I know my freedom and my time is the most important thing to me for sure. And uh, you know, I think owning a business is really what I was cut out to do. Uh, whether it's landscape or you know probably anything else, I never was passionate about landscape. I'm still not. To be perfectly honest, it's just what I do, right? And I hire people that are really good at it, much better than me. And, uh, you know, it's my job is to, you know, keep them going so I can do my thing. It's great that you brought that up. I mean, we know you, um, you know, have a nice place to spend some time outside of Florida for uh, several months or more out of the year. We know you're, again, passionate about freedom and control of your time. Um, could you share uh, a bit w- uh, with us how you're able to spend just, you know, relaxing time away, home away from home uh, with some really great managers taking care of the business while you're there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I've been doing that for, for 20 years now. We spend pretty much two months of the, of the summer in North Georgia. You know, as an owner, my job is to keep my people moving in the right direction. I like to give them enough rope. You know, they know what to expect from me, and I nudge them back on the board when they go a little right or a little left. But ultimately, you know, I think it's my duty to give them opportunity to grow and make mistakes. And uh, it's their job to take that opportunity and run with it. And um, I I do. I have a wonderful team, and, you know, I trust them implicitly, and, and I think they trust me. Um, you know, a business owner is always working. It doesn't matter where they are. I mean, everybody knows this. Who owns the U.S. lawns? You know, you could be on vacation or, or, or at your desk and you're going to get the same phone call that you have to deal with. A good Internet connection goes a long way. That's for sure. But the freedom does come at a cost, you know. So obviously it comes at a cost of profit sometimes. Um, but for me, you know, my time is worth more than the bottom line. So I'm, I'm willing to uh, give up a little profit for that and hire good people and treat them right and let them run it. That's incredible. And congratulations that you're able to build and trust and uh, have confidence in your team. Really remarkable. You know, you've had... Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So you've, you've had a long track record here. You know, does anything come to mind when I say, like, do you have any, like, low light or highlight that you would want to share with uh, our listeners out there? 
Um, well, you probably have to edit some of it for language content. But oh, um, we we have the. <laughs> <laughs> funny, too funny. Um, you know, low points and high points—they they happen every day, right? Um, you got, I just roll with them. The low points, I, I kind of try to ignore them and forget about them. Um, I like to learn from them, but I don't like to think about them too much because they get depressed if you think about them. But uh, let's just say they all tend to revolve around uh, employees that have been in like high level positions that have been exited from my company. You know, those are usually the low points, uh, but they provide a lot of learning experience. And I was a very young man when I started this business. So I was 23 and I had no business training. I had no people management training. I had innate management skills. I've honed them over the years and, you know, got a little not tougher, but a little more mm, probably a little bit more realistically disciplined with them. So that's for the low points. High points, I'd say, you know, I, I really, really love seeing the other franchisees at the conference and, and all the other meetings throughout the year. I know that sounds like a commercial, but it's not. I mean, it, that gets me off. I love I love getting together with other U.S. lawns. Um, no matter what information we get at the meetings, the biggest takeaway for me is the battery charging I feel, you know, when I'm around them. And when I come home, it just pumps you up and makes you want to do better and sometimes allows you to pat yourself on the back or kick yourself in the butt, you know. Um, that's the reason I stay connected with U.S. lawns because, you know, owners, owners have no coworkers to talk to, you know. I have my wife. And I have a couple of hundred other franchisees to reach out to if I, if I choose to. You know, I speak to some on a, uh, on a very regular basis. Uh, they know who they are and, and, and they mean an awful lot to me. So, you know, that's certainly one of the high points if I had to say, you know, more generalized, but that's a high point for me. Um, and I also really like seeing my management team do well, you know. Their happiness uh, fuels my success, plain and simple, you know. I was watching them get up and get the awards at the conference. Uh, their wives were looking on. It, that, that made my night. You know, that makes me happy because inherently I know that my success is based on their success. So I would say those are, you know, I could, I could come up with like specific things, but I don't think they're as important as the, as the broad brush picture of, of those two things. Yeah, great, great answer. And Mike, you know, speaking of, uh, let's say pitfalls, we all have them. You know, there's an old saying I always uh, latched on to, you know, mistakes are good as long as you learn from them. And and so we'll just kind of bundle them up as pitfalls. Are there any pitfalls that you experienced over the several decades that you've been a business owner that you could and would for us share for others to avoid? Sure. I remember, you know, when I bought my first U.S. lawns, um, it was from the founder of the company, Tom Euler. And uh, his message was, you know, always really clear. You get stay close to your customer, close to your employees, go bowling on Friday nights. And the fourth one that we don't always say that he, he always told us is stay in your lane, you know? Yeah. And they didn't say that back then because, you know, all the colloquialisms change over time. But, uh, you know, when I've been enticed to get out of my lane, like with big landscape construction or irrigation installs, we started doing tree work for a while with a bucket. It, you know, it's it's a big distraction, mm. right? And, you know, sometimes the shiny things that, you know, look like we want to do them, our gut kind of tells you not to do them. And for me, personally, I like to stay in my lane. 
our core business is enough, really. Um, you know, it's not fast. I always tell people this, it's not exciting, but it delivers consistent income, right? And it's fairly, uh, there's a lot of moving parts. Overall, it's a simple business, but we all know it's, it's very complicated underneath. But if you can deliver the basic maintenance and, you know, run 20 to 40% in extras, banks really like that consistent income, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's what you, it's, this is really all about balance sheet, P and L day to day, but your balance sheet is your, you know, your retirement, right? So, uh, it's allowed me to buy a lot of good real estate and, um, I, I'm very appreciative uh, of, of what it delivers to me and what it has delivered to me over the years. And it's worked out. Wow. Mike with, uh, your wife, Linda, is that correct? Yeah. Twofold question. One is, is she involved in the business at all with you? And have you reflected on what that means for her to be supportive with you in your endeavors with U.S. Lawns and in life? Yeah, so I owned the U.S. Lawns before we met. And, um, you know, it's always been my thing. Uh, But sure, she works every day for us. Um, She probably works 20 hours a week, I'd say. Um, Typically, she does more of the real estate stuff, um, you know, as far as running that side of the company and, uh, asset purchases and tracking. So it's, it's, it's somewhat part-time, but you know, the real benefit I have there is, you know, the ability to talk to her about it. And, you know, half the time she just listens cause I'm just complaining and ranting and raving and being a, a, a stupid person, you know, that does that to their wife. Right. <laughs> and she just takes it and listens and, and she's wonderful to me. And, you know, when it's time, she gives me the, the right answer when she feels I'm ready to listen. Uh, so that helps a lot. She's, you know, certainly a therapist for me. Uh, but you know, we both, we, you know, there was a time where I was trying like hell to run away from this business, you know, a few years back. And I just thought for some reason I, I hated it and I wanted out, but you know, she put it into perspective for me and, and she really, said, well, what else are you going to do? You know, I mean, this is that you can do anything you want. We know that, but look at this revenue that it drives. Right. Mm. I mean, it delivers. I mean, we're, you know, it's going to take you a while to rebuild that. And, and I learned that the hard way when I sold my, my first business, you know, I, that was uh, a rude awakening. You know, once you sell it and it's gone. Right. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I asked that cause it's, it's interesting. My experience just talking to other U S lawns owners, their relationship and their spouse's relationship with the business, it seems like it's very essential for the success of the owner, the owners as a couple and the flourishing of the business. And sometimes when I talk to people, you know, it's like, hmm, I wonder if there's a disconnect there. So it's really important, I think, to be on a united front, you know, and having the ability to, to be honest with each other and to move things forward. So congratulations. That's uh, not everybody has that. Thanks. Yeah, Mike. If you could somehow go back in time, uh, now we're now we're talking a little over thirty-one years to uh, to when you started your U.S. lawns journey. What would be your top three pieces of advice that you'd give yourself? I'd say, hey, you weigh one hundred and eighty-five pounds. Keep it there, though. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, I didn't listen to that. But like, maybe there's hope for me in the future. But Um, (laughs) uh, three things I would say that first would be certainly, you know, if I knew what I was going to be doing in college, I would have taken business uh, management courses and people management courses, right? That would have been smart because I never took any of those. That would help. 
Uh, and also, you know, I really, I really believe in the personality profiling that U.S. Lawns has, you know, brought to me through third parties like Culture Index, and I believe in that stuff because you are who you are. And uh, if I had done that, I would have known what I was good at and what I was not so good at, you know. And if nothing else, it would at least make sure I'm taking the right job or right position, you know, that suits me. And I, I really promote that with my kids now because nobody ever did that back in the 70s. That was just, you just, what are you going to do when you get out of college? I don't know, you know, <laughs> but if, it, but if I knew what I was, if I knew what I know now, I would have, you know, probably avoided some things. But, uh, and, uh, uh, the third thing I would say is when you're ready to sell your business, make sure you have another one up and running first. Uh, it's very sobering experience to realize, uh, that your cash machine is gone. And uh, I learned that the hard way when I sold Port St. Lucie. I moved to Connecticut. The first time I got my um, gas bill in the mail, like for gasoline, credit card, uh, and I had to pay it out of my pocket, I was pretty pissed. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, what, what have I done? So, uh, you know, in, in America, there's a land of, this is a land of opportunity. Being a business owner is the only thing to be. And that's it for me. You know, that's my advice on that. But those, are, those were the three things I would tell myself. That's great. As far as as far as stuff that um, I can say over the internet here, everything else has got to be off off record. Sure, we'll we'll keep it there. That was a great answer. Great answer. Thank we'll you. stay on that. I want to hear this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's great. They'll have they'll have to pay a subscription for that one later. There, yeah. Mike, that's brilliant. Excellent idea. I haven't even thought of that. For that's the, right. For the behind the scenes for forty nine ninety nine a month, U.S. Lawns <laughs> owners, you could sign up and. Send it to there Ben. Go. Absolutely. We're going to get phone calls for this one, Ben. Oh, yeah. Good. Well, I really appreciate uh, your time, uh, Mike. It's always an honor and a pleasure to, to learn from you and to, to, to share a conversation with you. And uh, I'm excited to get this out uh, to the brand. So thank you for your time. And uh, we look forward to connecting with you uh, in, in the foreseeable future, Mike. That's uh, certainly uh, my pleasure. Thanks, guys, for thinking of me. I appreciate it. Yeah, Likewise. All right, guys. Well, that was a great conversation with Mike Carlo. I uh, hope you uh, took down some some nuggets that he provided. Um, great content and just a great all-around owner to, uh, to learn from. Stay tuned for the next episode. We wish you the best. And this is Matt and Ben uh, signing off. Take care, U.S. Lawns. Thanks for listening to U.S. Lawns Connect. We hope we've provided information and solutions that help you succeed. Subscribe to our podcasts so you stay connected. 